thank you for having me, and I'm sorry that uh, I had to cut that time. Um, look, uh, firstly, the, the, the process is that the ANC president discusses um, this issue with the officials, so we did not need to be aware of the list. Uh, so, so that product is a, is a discussion between the president and the officials of the ANC. It's interesting that you should say that because the ANC Secretary General confirmed that they were aware about the sacking of Finance Minister Pravin Gordon, but that they were unaware of this list of the cabinet members that were introduced to us as South Africans. So you say the ANC president discusses that with officials within the ANC, but yet so far they've come out to say that that did not happen. Are you surprised by that then, Mr. Maine? Mr. Maine, are you still with us? Okay, let's see if we can try and carry on that conversation with Colin Maney. We seem to be struggling, um, but uh, hopefully we will manage to connect again. So he says that um, they as a youth league uh, did not need to be aware of uh, the president's choice of cabinet. Okay, he's back on the line with us. So, Mr. Main, I'm not sure if you heard the question, so I'll repeat it. I'm saying you say that the president... Uh, consults with the ANC officials, so you did not need to be aware of that. But I'm saying uh, others, including the Deputy President and the Secretary General, have come out and said the President presented a list to them, so they were not consulted. Well, you know, I, I would not, I was not privy. I was not part of the meeting, so I can't say that there was a list presented or not, and I would not know how previous reshuffles were handled. So I can't get into that space. Okay. I, I asked you the question on the basis of what you said, that uh, you didn't need to know that because the president usually discusses it with uh, ANC officials. So if it's a departure, I wanted to get comment from you on that. So just in terms of the generational mix that you have lauded and um, the addition of more female members of cabinet. You're very happy about that. But let's talk about the strategic portfolios themselves. What are the expectations of these ministers from the NC Youth League's perspective? Well, thank you very much. I, I know that uh, all of us uh, now are bogged down on one department, really, treasure. People are not worried about these other departments. Um, the expectation of the Youth League uh, from the Minister of Finance, Comrade Malazi Gaba, our former president. We hope that uh, he will uh, finalize the issue of the establishment of our own state bank. Secondly, that uh, the ANC has always said that since this administration president Zuma, that education is an apex priority. Now, we expect that budgeting will be done in such a way that it responds to this priority of the ANC in such that higher education then becomes free for the poor and the children of the working class. Uh, those are, are is among the issues that we are expecting. We are expecting a um, prioritization of issues, issues of uh, employment for young people. So we hope that the department will grapple with, with those issues. Mm. And speaking of uh, the poor 
people of South Africa and their need to not only service their needs, but obviously to embed to better their lives. Are you as an ANC Youth League concerned about uh, the reaction we've seen from the market, the rands plummeting earlier on, even the bonds market reacting to the cabinet reshuffle? It seems that uh, according to the commentators as well, even uh, business confidence has been depressed. Well, you see, but, but the main problem is that uh, uh, the markets and, and everybody in the tasteless sector we seem to want to individualize the treasury. You know, one of the biggest concerns that people are raising now is that the so-called Zuma faction has now captured treasury. Um, so our resources are under attack, treasury is under attack and it's captured. But the message that they, are, that they are saying, they are driving to us without saying it to us, is that we have been capturing treasury. Now it has been taken out of our hands giving to some people. If treasury to be captured, in our view, is that it must be captured by South Africans and by nobody else. Um, and, you know, it is very difficult that the markets uh, would really want to dictate to us who to appoint and not to appoint. It's quite unfortunate. We, we know that uh, because of the previous findings, there would also be the manipulation of the RAND and all of that. Um, um, uh, uh, but the expectation is that will waver the storm and put South Africa where it should be. How do you think we'll be able to do that? You say the markets seem to individualize it. So if in the long term uh, the risk is further entrenched and it means that we are unable to borrow money from the markets to uh, further our programs, even as you say those that ensure that the most marginalized of society are lifted out of poverty. Well, I, I don't think that really is an issue that government would always be able to do what is expected of, of, of it, uh, of making sure that it governs South Africa and people of South Africa get what is true to them. The point that we are talking about is that the market must exist from the tendency of wanting to tell us who to appoint. Because if they say that, if it is not Colin Mayne, what if Colin Mayne passes away today? What will the response be? But Mr. Main, with due respect, I'm not even talking about an individual. I'm talking about the long-term effects on the economy of the country. I'm asking the question, what happens then if we aren't able to borrow money, if you say uh, market reaction should be re- ignored? Are you saying that we're not able to borrow the money? You saying that I'm asking a question, and it's a very fair question. I'm asking you I'm what happens you in the long term. You don't know. So we can't talk about something that has not yet happened. That doesn't prevent me from asking the question, Mr. Mania, and yes, I would I hope it's something you. that you yourself would have thought about. No, with due respect, I agree with you, but we have not been denied from borrowing any money now. So, therefore, it shouldn't matter now. This is what you're saying. And I'm, saying, I'm not saying it shouldn't matter, but it has not arisen. Okay, so should it arise which is the question on the table. Should it arise, how would South Africa then tackle that problem? Well, as I said, our government under the able leadership of the president would be able to navigate that.